All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode three of Bop to This Music. We are back with some new bops, new flops to talk about. And, uh, yeah, we're ready to get the show rolling. Yeah, no, we um, had a couple weeks of a break. It's been a while since we recorded last. We had some issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a while since we recorded, although... Our second episode didn't get released until a couple weeks ago yeah. and because of some technology yeah. issues. Um, don't try new podcast platforms um, <laughs> for the moment. Yeah, just stick to the... Uh, stick to what you know. Stick to the original plan. Um, so we got some good songs ahead today. Uh, it's been an exciting time for music. I think a lot of people overall are... Like, summer is a time for pop stars to get their gears rolling for their fall yeah, albums. Yeah, absolutely. I think that people know that people are listening to music during the summer. It's a common time to release music, so yeah. it makes total sense that a ton of new stuff is coming out right well, now. Well, and in the pop world, so people want Summer Smash, right? And then what they do is they come out the album in early fall... So they're meeting the deadline for Grammy submission. Exactly. So yes. people are, are gunning for it right now. Yeah. September 30th is that deadline. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm excited. Britney's coming out new music soon, I hear, um, later in the month. So people are, are gearing up. But anyways. So, yeah. So we said last episode that if you wanted to chime in with your thoughts and your own comments on our podcast and the specific episodes we're doing, then you should leave us a voice message. Unfortunately, <laughs> the platform we tried did not work, so you weren't able to leave voice messages. So um, we did have one of our friends, actually, who mm. messaged me personally to share a message with the show. And what she said was uh, she really, really likes the podcast because uh, she's not in the know when it comes to pop culture. And she really likes our critiques of the songs we've Yay. covered, so that's good to hear. Uh, her only request is that we play the song before we talk about it, because to someone who doesn't know the song, um, it's hard to know what we're commenting on yeah. when they haven't heard it. Yet. Yeah. So. And, you know, I, I someone else told me that, too. A couple people told me that. I think we've heard that a lot. And so yes. we are going to play the song before for you guys. You can hear it. I think what we can also do is link to the song streaming links in our blog um, on our website um, oh, we and that. use that um, also. But we encourage you guys to continue sharing your thoughts with us. If you can also uh, send a, a voice memo, we will gladly cut and paste you in our next episode. <laughs> send it to us through text. Send us through our um, Gmail, which is music at gmail.com, or send it to our Facebook page. Yeah, or just comment on any of the links we post, either on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just make a comment, and we'll try to share it. All right, you ready to go, Drew? Let's do it. Around, put it down on you. I'ma do everything I said I'm gonna do. Pretty little body, it look better on you. Might have to blow it like a feather on you. What a force, ooh, yeah, you better come true. But don't make me wait until the morning. Got a bed. So it's going to get used to saying this, but th that was bad um, by Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande. It serves as the second official single off of Nicki Minaj's upcoming album. What is it called? Oh, Queen, right? 
Queen, Queen is the album. It's slated to come out August 10th. I, I feel like she's going to change it. I don't know why. Really? But, but I mean, that's because Chun Li did not, we, which we reviewed in our first episode, as good as it is, it didn't kick off. And I feel like because of that, like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't have a good feeling for this era for Nicki because in the era of Cardi B. But regardless, <laughs> um, this song just came out on Friday. Yes. And it's, um, let's, t- let's talk about our thoughts, Drew. Okay. Well, in my opinion, uh, I thought it was a really sexy, seductive song, mm-hmm. especially with Ariana's vocals on there. Mm-hmm. She has that, she showcases a sultry type of yeah. version to her voice yes, yes. on this track, which is not something she usually does. Well, Typically, she's... Over-singing. Over-singing and belting, yeah. Well, and that's what I wrote down, is like, I, we take notes during our thing, but like, just her voice is so seductive in this, and mm-hmm. it's very restrained, which I like, because the majority of the song is restrained, and when she she knows when to then bump it up for right. the the bridge of the song, essentially, or the outro. Exactly. Um, like I, her vocals are just like as you heard are just amazing. Yeah, they're they're so sultry. Is one of the words I use. Seductive. Um, yeah, going with that lower register really does wonders for yeah, her. It's very breezy. Um, and I also noted that it's got kind of like some tropical house influences. Yeah. It's dun, dun, dun. it's like a hip-hop track, a hip-hop beat, but it's definitely got those like trop house uh, sounds to it as well. So I really like the, the backgrounds, sonics to it. I love Ariana's part. And Nikki, Nikki's part isn't... I wouldn't say it's, like, her full-blown best, but... Um, her rap. So, it's not her best. And yeah. I will say, though, I like it because I think sometimes... One of my gripes with Nikki is that sometimes she comes out these, like, wacky, like, uh, her alter ego Roman-esque, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, raps and are just, like, all over the place. And I, to me, I like the clean rap in this, mm-hmm. as you heard. Um, and it's... She knows how to do, match the, the tone of the song. By dialing it back. That's what I was thinking, that her rap style definitely fits with Ariana's uh, sexy vocals. And the nice beat. Like, yes. very... Yes, so she's not going, like, full throttle. She's not being so aggressive or so assertive yeah. with her lyrics. Um, yeah. One of the lyrics I noted that was really clever, in my opinion, was uh, the Don't Turn Me Down lyric, because it kind of gives you that image of turning down a bed. Yeah. Um, but we all know that they're talking about... Something else. <laughs> a person in this case. So yeah. I thought that was a clever um, a clever addition to this song. Yeah. I, Nikki wrote it with a bunch of producers, like a lot of producers. I was like, when I heard the beat, I'm like, who? I need to know who produced this. Like, I needed to know right away because the beat is, like, to me, just hypnotic. Like, the first time I listened to the song... I was getting an oil change, and, uh, and I was on my way there, and I'm like, I was like, oh, I forgot to get my songs. I put it on. I was like, literally in another world all of a sudden. Like, I was like, wow. I'm like, this is it. And I think Nicki needed this song mm-hmm. because, again, this album, I think, may struggle a little bit in the era of Cardi B, and she knew with this beat, with the lyrics, with the with the previews of what will be the music video of them in a pool and stuff like that, like, it's going to... It has a, a good chance of being a hit. Well, it's interesting because all Nicki Minaj has been doing on social media has been posting 
how many countries bed has gone bed, yeah. number one in. And so that's her way of promoting well, it. Well, smartly so of having Ariana on there, too. Yeah. Um, it's their fourth collaboration. Fourth one. Really? Fourth? Yeah, fourth. I thought they only had two before this. Uh, bang, bang. Yes. And then they had... Uh, side to side. Side to side, Get On Your Knees, oh. and... Get on your knees. I didn't know yeah. That one. So that's uh, that was off Nikki's album. Uh, oh, okay. What is it? Pink. Oh, no, the it pink was um, the Pink Print. Yeah, actually that one. So um, it's her fourth one, and honestly, I think it's her best one so far. I was yeah. talking to someone, a friend, and they're like, "No, I don't think it's her best one." I'm like, "No, I think it is. Like, it's hypnotic, and um, I feel like it's gonna blow up. I hope so. I hope it does. Over the place. Nikki needs it. And to be honest, this is a, the song itself for Ariana is so much better than No Tears Left to Cry. Would you agree? Come um, on. Like, that's the like... First, the first time I listened to Bed, I liked it more than I liked yes, No it's, Tears it's Left a, to Cry. It's, it's an, an instant, instant... earworm. Instant fan favorite, I'd say. Um, but, I mean, I think the song, though, is so much better than... Uh, come on, you have to give me that one. Well, I, I still <laughs> am thinking about that. Um, but let's rate it, since yeah. we're going toward that direction. Well, obviously, we are raving it so much, it's... I think it's a bop hands down hands agree. down bop like yeah. it's a bop for me too yeah. um and i mean like you said it's smart to include ariana because yeah. she's like all over the place now so. yeah and this is a good start into nikki's new era and it's a really good start for ariana's new era too yeah so. for sure they're helping each other out yeah cool well our next song is, is going to be Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Another Ariana one. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's Dance to This by Troy Sivan, and Ariana Grande is the featured artist for this one. So take a listen to Dance to This. Oh, don't need a place to go. Just put on the radio. You know what I want to do. We can just dance to this. Don't take much to start me. We can just dance to this. Push up on my body. was Dance to This by Troy Sivan. It is on Troy Sivan's upcoming album Bloom, and Ariana Grande is the featured artist. So again, we're bringing you a repeat artist, but that's yeah, what, that's what two happens. Repeat artists. That's what happens when artists come out with music in yeah. upcoming months. They tend to release a lot of singles consecutively. So, so you might remember, I think we reviewed Troy Sivan in our last episode. Yes. Um, and like again just killing it with these damn songs he's coming out with like so much to the point like the last album I didn't wasn't too big fan of but like mm-hmm. I mean like we're debating going to the, to the we're gonna probably gonna go for this tour right yeah and his latest music is more along the sides of mainstream I yeah, would say yeah it definitely is um, he, smartly yeah because he is getting a wider reach a larger audience yeah. that way but as far as my opinion, um, it's not what I was expecting when hmm. I saw the title of it. Because okay. when I saw the title, Dance to This, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great dance bob. I'm going to party to this. And it's not? Well, it's not in the sense where like there's that like build up to the... Okay, there's no... It's not like an EDM track exactly. where you have, like... Okay. Yeah, so... It's not. It didn't meet my expectations in that sense, but I'm not saying I didn't like it because um, it definitely is a foot tapping single. Um, it's it's very to me honestly like it's coincidence. I feel like this came out 
same time as Bed did a good day before um, but the beat is very syncopated so you hear multiple like it's non-stop dun, 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 dun. so right. it's like it, to me that is a very sexual beat and it almost reminds me of a Latin beat a little bit oh interesting um, yeah like I was I don't know why but when I heard it I'm like was imagining a tango dance and okay. um, Ariana Grande does not need to be in a song like I mean, <laughs> not no, really and not saying because her part's minimal but like because she's a big artist and I think her the fact that she has started a friendship with Troy and is hopped out of a track of his office coming record she is giving him a big leg up in his career oh yeah absolutely I mean like we said with Nikki like if you have Ariana Grande on one of your songs and if she is sharing this project with you then you're going to catapult yourself even further. Well, and this is a very gay song. So <laughs> it's a very, very gay song. Like, it's um, it's going to be big in the gay community um, because you have Troy and then you have Ariana on it. And to me, this is like almost like a love letter from Ariana to the gay community because she's hopping on a un- more unknown artist in the mainstream mm-hmm. and is giving a complete pop bop. I'm going to call it a bop already. <laughs> like, I can't. Well, it, it, may, it makes sense that they released it during Pride Month then. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I totally agree with what you, what you said about the, the beats. The beats are really strong. It's got this strong per, percussive sound to it, but there's, like, light sprinkles of other sounds, too. Um, like the almost, like, Western Yeah. I don't know if that part. Yeah. But I think because that part or the sonics are so strong and thumping yeah. that the voices and the vocals can be more restrained. Yeah. It, they don't have to be as, like, belting or strong as yeah. well, I mean, typical I songs. And I wouldn't say Troy has a strong voice to begin with. No. I think he has a, he has a pop voice. Mm-hmm. And Ariana has a strong voice, but, you know, this one, she kind of comes returns back, not like her breezy vocals and bad, but she turns back to her, like... Uh, like very, you know. Yeah, it's you almost as if her. she has. It's almost as if she's having background vocals on this song. Yeah, like she's taking a backseat to to standing out on this song. Um, I think it's going to be a song that people are going to want to play again at a gay club, and they're going to want to play it. At, it's a late night song. It's a very like dirty, grimy, like you know. I was not dirty, but like um, you want the lights turned down, and you just want like thump bump and grind to it almost. Yeah, it's an interesting message because I'm looking at what Troy actually said about this song and he said it's about that moment when you feel like you've been to enough house parties or events and staying home making out in the kitchen and cooking dinner <laughs> sounds like a much, much better alternative. So I much um, prefer that these days as well. Is yeah. he like what? 19? How old is he? He's young. He is pretty young. <laughs> I'm not sure his exact age but um it's it's interesting that it has that thumping sound, like ready for the club. Yet the message is more so about mm. staying in and enjoying time with your. It's very it's other. very artistic. It's you know I think that to mesh that vibe. I mean, you think about it. Now I'm thinking through it. I'm like, yeah, I could see this with the lights dim in a house on a yeah. Friday night, and you, you have the club ass music, but you want the intimacy. Yeah, for sure. So like I say, I love the bridge, the spoken word bridge. I love, like, I'm, I'm a sucker for raspy word, spoken word, and Troy gave that, okay. and then uh, Ariana did too. I just absolutely loved it. It was okay, orgasmic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, let's uh, 
decide if this is a bop or flop. I've already said it's complete bop. Okay. It's a bop. Ariana, back-to-back hits, uh, <laughs> helping us out and giving us these things. It's giving me life, to be honest. Wow, that's great. Um, Uh-oh, I don't like your face. <laughs> no, you no, your face. no. Even though it was not what I was expecting, I will call it a bop. Okay. Um, I do like the song, and you, I think it's going to grow on me more and more, um, but... Yeah, I still call it Bob because yeah. I, I enjoy that. It's not... I, I did like Bad Better, not to compare the two, but I did like Bad Better, but Dance to This still is a great song. Yeah, I would agree with you on that front, that Bad is a stronger track. So let us know your thoughts. Uh, we are... Love for you to tweet at us, Facebook post, um, give Instagram likes and comments, all that, at Bob to This Music. And now we're going to go into Troy's touring partner, mm-hmm. Kim... Is it Petras? I always thought it was Petras, but Petras. people may say it differently. Petras. Well, this is Can't Do Better by Kim Petras. Take a listen. All my insecurities Every time she goes through her hair I feel the tension in the air No, I can't let you leave So I kill my insecurities So that is Can't Do Better by Kim Petras. Um, we've prof- we have not profiled her yet, have we? No, we haven't. Um, I'm shocked. Why? Well, because she like just comes out with bops continuously. Like, so Kim Petras, for your background, she is a Australian transgendered artist. Um, and uh, I think she actually made news a long time ago in the early 2000s or mid-2000s mm-hmm. about um, being one of the youngest people to, I think... Um, transition. Transition. Yeah. And so she apparently has made music a lot, um, posted on YouTube, and based on my research, you know, like, she kind of, as of recently, really made a big dive into new music by recording with someone named none other than... Dr. Luke. Yes. So how do we feel about that, Drew? So I know Dr. Luke's connection with the with Kesha and actually I think news just recently came out that um, Kesha texted Lady Gaga something about Dr. Luke's involvement in a Katy Perry issue. Um, yeah. So she, I, she made claims that he raped K- Katy Perry. Right. Yeah. So I mean... I'm not comfortable saying I like someone who has been accused or allegedly involved in sexual assault. Uh-huh. At the same time, I'm not judging the person involved. I'm judging the song itself. So if, yeah. it's kind of like if you're talking like about, do I judge the sinner or the sin? Well, and it's like, I would kind of equate to R. Kelly, you know, mm, like yeah. people... I mean, he has a very, very bad checkered past, and people still, when they hear, um, what's the damn song? Do, do, let me hear that. Do, do. Oh, my God, I know what, I know what it's called. Um, but when they hear a song from him, they are, like, automatically off the dance floor. Like, they're everyone's dancing to it. Really? Yeah. So, she's been working with him, and people have asked her, like, so why are you working with him? And mm-hmm. she's like, well, I've never had an issue with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, you're not, because he knows very much well to treat people better. Regardless, um, he has turned out 
pretty much all of her, her songs as of late. Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm guessing that an album is forthcoming. I hope so. Based on all the singles that have been released so yeah. far, my two favorites that she's released before this were um, "I Don't Want It All." And then Heart to Break was yes. just so oh epic. If you have not heard Heart to Break by Kim Petras, please listen, listen to, to it. Listen to it. Have you heard um, um, Hillside Boys? I have. That's I love really that one, one too. too. She, so the the sound, and as you heard in Can't Do Better, it, it is very uh, vintage Dr. Luke. Like it's early oh, yeah. 2000s, um, 2010s where, you know, you have that Katy Perry teenage dream-esque sound. That's exactly what it reminds yeah. me of. Oh my God, of course. I mean, yeah. all of her songs do. Yeah. And there's a reason why they were so successful because they're great. They're, they're ready. They're great to bop to. He's a great producer. You've got to give him credit. Yeah. No, he, he's a terrific producer. Yeah. So, um, although I'm a little wary supporting him based on his past, if I'm looking strictly at the song, the song is really, really great. This I one? Think. Well, I, let me, let me <laughs> backtrack. His songs... Gotcha. <laughs> his songs with Kim Petras mm-hmm. before this one have all been really stellar. Mm-hmm. This one, I, I like it. However, I think that the verses are a lot stronger than the chorus itself. The verses have that synth type feeling, mm-hmm. that bubblegum pop, and then it builds to this booming chorus with a thump, 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 and then it's a very short-lived chorus. It's just like... For other ones or this one? No, no, for this oh, okay, one, for okay. Can't Do Better. Really? Okay. Um, um, she's like, I can't do better. See, I... It kind of just goes back to the... go to the, goes to the next verse. It kind of does, but, like, honestly, I think one of the things that I don't like about the song is the chorus is not there. It's not strong. It's very stadium-esque, right? Like, mm-hmm. the song, you are going to imagine um, people at a stadium, you know, saying, Chuck and can't do better. It's so easy to sing along to. Sure. And you can tell that's what Kim was going for with this track, um, but I feel like it lacked the oomph, the... the 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 pizzazz. the hit I mean that I mean it lacked the the drop you know moving into something big yeah I mean I, I was listening to this song and I was hearing the build up to it and I was expecting this yes, huge me too. huge chorus euphoric chorus and it didn't happen no not and at so all. I was disappointed when it got to that point me too um, so if I were to compare because. In my head, I'm comparing it to her past singles. And yes. Well, it, it she has a lot to live up to so far. Yeah, she does. And if I'm doing that, if I'm comparing it to those previous songs, then I can't say it's on the same level as those other Not ones. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but maybe to the average person who hasn't heard those before, they might like get instantly hooked to this type yeah. of song. I don't know. I am curious to hear what our listeners are, are thinking, because... To hear that song by itself without knowing any of our other songs, you may like it. I, yeah. So do a little A-B testing. Let's <laughs> let's hear what you guys think about the, the track um, based on the clip and if it got you bopping your head along. Yeah. But for us, maybe we should give our rating. Yeah. I think it's a flop. It's not good. Okay. It's not good at all. So I think... I think it's a flop compared to her other tracks. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it can stand on its own, Two Legs. I don't yeah. know if it could. Um... I think it's weak. It, um, it would probably be considered a filler track on an album. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, she should never release it, period. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I, 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 I really do not like it. Like, And I'm like, that's really, I'm like, I've been loving everything like of hers, yeah. and this is like a big drop. But I'm 
here for her career still. Mm-hmm. She's going to be great. She has so much at her fingertips as far as like commercial success. I feel like she can get there. Yeah. Um, but this song, mm-mm. I think it's great that just someone who's transgender can make this type of like presence, presence, and yeah. get to this point in their yeah. career where they're surviving and they're thriving as a pop artist well, after their transition. And a lot of people have been trying to give her a leg up. She's in an H&M campaign recently oh, for Pride okay. Month. Yeah, and so people are trying to make her a thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think she could have been a thing a little bit shorter ago. But I don't think she is yet because Dr. Luke. She's yeah. going to have this like a right above her head. Rain cloud over her yeah, head. Yeah, the rain cloud, exactly. She's going to have that. And to be honest, she needs to figure out whether it's worth continuing that and being an underground gay pop artist I think people mm-hmm. the gay community is all for her or does she really want to go that extra step and start working with other producers aside from him yeah it'll it'll be up to her but I mean to her credit and to be fair she like she said she's had no problem with him at this point that's not like defending anything that he's allegedly done but yeah I mean I understand where she's coming from yeah well and obviously if I was in her position and I really want to make a big be a big pop artist I unfortunately would probably like I you'd seek out the best. Yeah, when you have to work with what you have, mm-hmm. and I, I I get where she's coming from. So can't do better. Kind of a flop. Kind of a flop, though. <laughs> she could do better. Trust me. <laughs> um, all right, so we are gonna move into some honorable mentions. Yeah, so we're only featuring three main profile songs this week because we have something special coming up after oh. our honorable mention. So the first honorable mention is Growing Pains by Alessia Carra. So what do you think about that track, Drew? Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah, it's for, okay, do we know if this is her first single off of her? I don't, I don't think it's attached to any like soundtrack or anything or yeah. anything else. So yeah. I'm guessing it's in support of her future album. Well, I would hope so. I mean, <laughs> her last album, though, like, did really well commercially. Mm-hmm. She's a great radio artist. Yeah, I mean, her last album made her radio presence because there were a few singles off that one that allowed her to gain, gain this yeah. access to the mainstream. But, yeah, this one didn't really do it for me. No, to me, to be honest, it's a little bit too much like her old material. There's nothing new in it. And I think if Alessia Cara really wants to continue to be on the path to being a very stellar, well-known artist, I think she needs to come with something a little bit more inventive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see her have a sophomore slump. <laughs> and I'm afraid she might at that with this type of material. Um, I also can see this being spinned later on as a buzz track people do that when their first single flops and they say, oh, that's a buzz track. Here's my actual <laughs> just, first single. That's just a promo single. This yeah. is my uh, my real first single. I yeah. think she's experiencing growing pain. <laughs> I think she should go more in the direction of her collaboration with Zed and that Stay single. Stay, yeah. Because, I mean, that was like all over the place last year, so mm-hmm. if she finds the right producer, then she could do... Some good big things. But I'm gonna I'm gonna call that one a flop. Yeah, I Total agree. Flop. It's a flop. Sorry, Alessia. You're a great person though. You have great social messages. Okay, so Born to Be Yours by We're, Kaigo. By Kaigo and Imagine Dragons. Yucky, yucky, yucky. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like they're one of the, they're basically like 
the uh, I would say the Nickelback on they're on their way to Nickelback status. Wow. I don't know. I just like I. I, all I hear is a radioactive, like... Okay, I I do not like a lot of their stuff, I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, their songs like Thunder and... Yeah, that it, was a good track. And It's Time. It's time to begin. Da, da, da. Okay, yeah. Those were good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't really like the... Like the clashing and the, yeah, they're, they're very the hardcore yeah, rock they, that they present. They try to be, try to be. They're they're pop. Yeah, and with the Skygo song, it, it was a weird. First of all, it's a weird combo. Like I don't know how a band like Imagine Dragons, how can a band collaborate with a DJ? Like it's like, isn't the band supposed to be making their own music? I mean, because like it's like when Rune Five, who have they partnered with? They partnered with um, uh, God, who do they do with? I don't know. I ran out of thoughts. Um, <laughs> but Maroon 5 is a band. They make their own music. Yes. So I, it's kind of a confusing collaboration to me. See, I thought it I thought it worked. Um, I thought it was a really creative way to combine rock and EDM and electronic yeah. sounds. Um, so I thought it was I thought it was actually pretty catchy. Um, and to answer your question about the Bands versus the DJ. I think maybe the band does their thing, and then maybe the DJ like works with what they produce. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But well, I thought. I mean, I like Kygo's other work. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't me. Was mm-hmm. we've already talked about that in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it at first, but then I. Kygo's a great. Kygo's a great DJ. He create. He's really well known for his tropical beats. Right. Um, and I, a lot of his songs are in the same BPM range, which is 100, around 100. And the song is almost near that, too. Like, I feel like it sounds a little bit too much like his old, his other material. Okay. Well, I mean... It's a flop to me. I think it's, I think it's a bop. And I do think, you really? I do, yeah. I think... Icky. <laughs> I think people will really like this one. Imagine Dragons has a pretty big presence on radio so I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if this made an impact yeah and, I mean moms love them do they really I think they're such a light FM type of audience <laughs> Mad Dragon, I don't adult think, contemporary I, I, I don't see a millennial going to their concert just for I mean I personally wouldn't but yeah. I'm here for this song okay well those are honorable mentions we don't play clips for those but we will for our next one So that was just uh, a taste of Christina Aguilera's new album, Liberation, and the track is Fall in Line with Demi Lovato. I'm sure you probably have heard it on somewhere, but not really on the radio, though. But it, it kind of went viral because Demi Lovato. It was her desperate uh, second single after Accelerate flopped. Oh, yeah, it, that flopped hard. <laughs> Which we said did, would we happen. Say, we, did we say it was a flop? Yeah. Yeah, we okay. both said it was a flop, so... Um, Fall in Line was her, oh, give me a another pop star to help me yeah. survival act. Literally, it's her fallback plan. Yeah. But that's fine. 
Um, Christina Aguilera has done her time. I think Christina Aguilera, this is her eighth studio album, right? Um, this is her eighth, yes. So she's done her time. I mean, she's been around the block. She's she's one of the people, I would say, early 90 boom, or late 90s boom, that is kind of grandfathered into history mm-hmm. um, because, you know, having that, that status as a former musketeer to a big pop artist and having a lot of different experimental records. And this record's no different and that is kind of experimental. Yeah, absolutely. I would call this like a hip-hop soul type yeah, of album. very much soulful. It's, it's lacking a lot of pop elements from her last album, which I actually like, yeah. even though the critically it got torn to pieces. Yeah. Um, so this album is definitely on the more soulful side. I do appreciate that she kind of had a theme going on early on in the album with like yeah. female empowerment and like giving girls this freedom en- yeah giving girls this encouragement to like do what you want that's mostly seen on the track dreamers and then she had a nice uh interlude before that um i know that that was the interlude dreamers and then that leads into fall in line yeah um the album is very 2018, I would say, as it's very politically on point with where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of female empowerment, like you said, themes. Um, yeah. And as also, there's classic Christina and her trying to own her sexuality by talking something about sexual things, which right. she has always been very, since the beginning, strong about women owning their sexuality. And people, I think, the gay community especially, love people owning their sexuality. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it, it does kind of show her genuine side she is being really open and really yeah like laying her own self on the line but i mean i don't think it translates into really good pop i mean it's not a pop record but it doesn't translate its song itself into good songs well in my opinion. i agree i agree um i i think this record is very authentically christina mm-hmm. i think she knows that um but I, I think she had, I said this before recently. She had said she doesn't care about commercial success anymore. And to be honest, like to me, when pop artists want to do that, I always like I'm like, come on, but really, like we st- don't give up on your fans because right. we want that Christina. Right. I want dirty Christina. You know, <laughs> like X. I want X Tina sometimes. <laughs> like I, I'm here for politically um, vocal Christina, but you know, they're pop artists, and I feel like this album in some ways takes itself a little too seriously it's such a fine line having to make music that is important to you and that speaks to who you are as an artist and then also trying to please your fan masses yeah yeah well and i i feel like there a lot of artists struggle with that like rihanna with Mm auntie that was not as a commercial of a record i'd say um and I think that's why I had said before she's recording two albums apparently right now one right. that's for pop radio that is all about hits one that's experimental I wish artists did that more like artists should be able to express themselves creatively um, you know vocally though mm-hmm. this album Christina has her voice is not degraded or um, no it's it's really strong I mean her pipes are probably this like the highlight of this album and she has a song called pipe too so yeah <laughs> on this record but i was not trying to make a pun there yeah but yeah i mean i mean i i do think she still has the vocal ability to produce these great like pop 
albums. Mm -hmm. I just wish the songs were more along with... And I don't want to tell her, or I don't want to request of her to, like, fall in line with... Oh, God. That (laughs) That was a bad one. (laughs) That was an intended pun. But I don't want her to fall in line with the rest of the pop landscape as it looks right now, because, I mean, I do want her to show her creativity. I just think she can... She knows what her fans want, so I think she can do a better job of... Well, I think she will do that. So she's already said... So Christina's notorious for taking long breaks between albums. Yeah, this um, is, what, six six years? Six years. And her usual is about four-ish years. Um, So... But she had said in an interview recently, like, she's like, you know, she's like, I don't think that it's going to take this long for my next one. She's like, actually, I might have something up ready to go soon, Mm -hmm. sooner than later. So... She recorded a lot of music. She even had a song with Pink that she recorded. Did you know that? I did not. So her and Pink recorded a song together for this record, but she didn't include it. And she finally acknowledged it, and she said, yeah, she's like, we did a great song together, but it just didn't fit in this record. That she's makes like, sense. Yeah. So it seems like she has a lot of songs in the back burner, because I also read that she had been working with Linda Perry. Oh, yeah. And, oh, there's nothing on her. And Pharrell, this. and neither wow. of those... I forgot about make that. An, make an appearance on the album. And Linda Perry's been instrumental in her career, oh, period. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the fact that she's not on here is kind of interesting. Yeah, so I'm guessing she was aiming more for the cohesive factor. Yeah, well, and it is cohesive. It's a oh, very yeah. cohesive record. Yeah, you can't deny that. Um, um, the New York Times did a good piece on her uh, and on the record and how, like, you know, it's a journey and telling a story, and a lot of albums don't do that these days. Mm-hmm. And I give her credit for that. I mean... One thing Britney Spears does not do often is do something like this, where you put a conceptual album out there, and from start to finish, it's telling a story, and it sounds cohesively, it kind of sounds cohesive. I like that Christina has artistry to do that. Yeah, I have a feeling this is going to be critically praised. I wonder. I mean, it has been so far. Yeah, so far, it's gotten pretty good reviews. So but I don't think it'll sell a lot of No, units. God. This album's going to flop so hard. <laughs> it's going to flop so hard. I feel bad for her, but she doesn't care, so. If I was to give a rating out of five stars, mm-hmm. I would probably give it... Five bops or five flops? <laughs> no, I'd probably give it, like, two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'd give it, I'd give it a three just for its artistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few tracks. Which are your favorites? So my standout track was Massacres. Yeah. Um, I really liked the... Um, it's very 80s synth Yeah, the synth presence in that song. And um, the mo- that one was the most pop-like, I thought. Well, I like Deserve um, as my other song. It's ro- ro- uh, She did not write the song, first of all, which is shocking. Christina always prides herself in writing the song. Mm. Um, but she wrote it with... Um, Julia Michaels, who we all know as a very big pop art um, writer and budding artist, um, and I can never say his name, Minnick, M-N-E-K, um, another great person in pop music right now behind the scenes and trying to make it as an artist, but it's one of her most poppy stuff, and I wish she did more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there's a couple hidden gems on this record, I'd say. Uh, I think it's at least worth a spin, especially if you like soulful music. We'll link oh, yeah. to the album on our website. Um, but overall, so how many stars did you give it? I gave it two and a half. Okay, yeah, three. It's a three. I mean, <laughs> but commercially... I can understand why she released Accelerate as the first single. Yeah, uh, that's like the there only... There was nothing much left to That's the only update one. <laughs> She literally put all her eggs out. Uh, <laughs> used it up front. Cool. Well, that 
is our review on Demi Lovato. I mean, not Demi Lovato. Christina Aguilera. I can't speak today, apparently. That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll try to give album profiles every so often, especially when the album comes out after a, on a certain Friday. So that was Liberation by Christina Aguilera. All right, so that wraps up episode, episode three, three, which I guess we can dub as like the Ariana Grande episode. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> Ariana, we love that you're releasing so much music because we have to review it, but I don't know what we're going to do if you keep releasing. It's going to keep releasing. Her album's I mean, coming out. She, yeah, her album will be out July 20th. Not yeah. that anyone's counting the days, but yeah. we'll be sure to review that. And we'll see what comes out well, actually, next time we're going to be producing, putting out our episode, it's going to be different. A special episode. It's a special. We're going to yeah. start putting in some special ones on there uh, to break things up a little bit and give you some more content. But thank you so much for if you are listening and if you have listened to all of our episodes so far, we are so, so appreciative. Um, we appreciate you subscribing to iTunes. We're still looking into more different platforms that we can post our stuff. Um, we're going to use the website more. We have a lot of great things coming along. Um, I think most people are listening on SoundCloud, to be honest. Really? I mean, I've checked the number of listens, and it's like in the 40 to 50 range. Oh, so that's not bad. I mean... Listen anywhere you want, as long as you're listening. <laughs> exactly. Um, so remember to comment, uh, like, share your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And please share our podcast links with everyone you know. Just yeah. want to uh, let everyone hear this podcast your shares help us your um reviews on any podcast platform help um and visit our website bop to this music.com again social media everything is at bop to this music and this is mike and drew and thank you for listening to bop, bop to, to this, this music. music so cheesy but we got it thank you guys bye